Uh, hello again, and welcome to Erico Blueberry, episode three. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, <laughs> for the purposes of the lower third, uh, I'm Chili Bin. I'm Mackie. Uh, so, uh, where to begin? It's been mm. a big week for Destiny. There's a lot of things that have been announced, and they're all really fucking exciting. I'm trying to think where to begin. Uh, do we do we start with the season? Do we start with the Witch Queen stuff? I'm I don't know where to begin. Do we want to go chronologically? Well, if we go which was chronologically, teaser for season of the lost. Yeah, okay. Then the yeah, witch let's, let's, let's do it like that because then we get to the fact that I stayed up until almost 3 a.m. on a fucking night before work to watch this thing. Um, so, yeah, the first thing that came out was like a, what was it, like a 15 second teaser video of yeah. what was ostensibly and then turned out to be um, Savathun finally showing physical form. Uh, or is it? Who knows? Uh, but, you know, it's basically. What Bungie is saying is Savathun uh, walking into some water says what? Truth is a funny thing. Yeah. I feel like that's nice. going to be like her, her like, yeah. her line. Well, like that's the, the line that everyone is going to attach to her. Yeah. And I think there's, there's some, and this is jumping ahead a little bit, um, some voice lines early in the current season from Savathun uh, where she again makes references to truth and maybe it's not what you think it is, but more on that later. Um, yeah, I fucking, like, I was already excited, don't get me wrong, but them finally, like, pulling the pin on, like, okay, she's actually here, we're going to show her to you, was like, okay, they're, they're really pushing it this time, it feels like. Not just yeah. all these vague teasers of like, oh, it's Ziva Warath, and maybe that person's related to Savathun, and maybe you'll find out later. It's like, no, it's now. It's February. You're going to find out. Yeah. I think that teaser, judging by the responses and just the reactions from our friends in the community, oh, yeah. it's safe to say that the Destiny community collectively shit when we all saw it. We shit, all piss, went, and oh cum. My... <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember saying, uh, like, even even before the showcase stuff, which was, what, like a week later. Um, if that, a few days. Yeah. If that, I so think there was like, stuff dropped on the Friday and then their showcase was yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I saw someone had, like, taken a freeze frame out of that 15-second teaser and then overlaid a bunch of stuff on it, trying to make some point that, like, oh, it's a chessboard, and in the background all the little towers are laid out like a pawn and with the perspective of a chessboard and where everything sits on that. I'm like, that's actually, like, it's really fucking interesting the way that they've done it. But, like, there's so much uh, mystique and kind of, like, collective, uh, obs not obsession, but, like, there's this collective desire to figure out what the fuck Savathun is about because we've been hearing about this character for so long and there's there's been like Savathun's song popping up here and there, and people are sort of aware of what that is. And the last and then season, figuring we saw out some recently, of it. I was going to say, and then figuring out recently that Savathun's song has been in the game everywhere for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't like even your realize startup music is for Savathun's. Shadowkeep. For Shadowkeep, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that until very recently. 
Well, I didn't realize that until I was singing along with it, and someone from our clan just went, "Did Mecky just sing Sabathun's song at us? Mecky yeah. sus." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah, for real." I'd forgotten. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so like, I I think I watched that thing maybe three or four times just to be oh, like, same. "What what is happening here?" Because a lot of very interesting imagery. The like the shape of Sabathun's head is really fucking weird, especially when you're seeing that character model from the back. Um, <laughs> Sounds weirdly horny. Um, <laughs> you can see it from the front. Wait, wait till you see it from the back. <laughs> juicy Sabathun. juicy, but it's just a fan edit oh. of Sabathun. <laughs> oh, man, if I had the time to make that edit. <laughs> Twitter, help. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know where I was going to go. That's completely derailed me. Um, like her, um, her helmet and her design is... Yes really interesting yes yeah um but yeah there wasn't kind of much more than that other than this tweet from the official fucking destiny account to confirm that she is 21 feet tall um so big lady competition is is on oh it was like the lady d from resident evil as soon as we found out she was big the community was like we love her the community was like well i'm done Stand on me, please, Stand tall lady. Stand on me, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah. I think that's the first thing I said when we posted in the server. I Just responded immediately caps, big with lady. big lady, do the steppy. Yes. <laughs> Damn, she a hive queen, and she got feet. Oh. Damn. She's, what, did, what was the math? She's like nine lady d or something yes yeah 21 feet it was something like that something stupid um someone did the math yes but yeah and it's like just so so many like it's it's like all the stuff they've been teasing for a while it's like just so many questions of like well what does that mean for this that happened like a year ago or like this one mention of a song somewhere or especially with some of the imagery just in that 15 seconds of like okay, what are you doing? And knowing that the showcase was coming and that it was going to be about Witch Queen. Um, yeah, very good at building hype, Bungie R. Community will pick things apart too. Yes. Because the first thing I saw after I watched it, and I watched it a few times, and then I started looking through the, uh, the replies to the tweet that initially dropped it. Mm-hmm. And there were people who were going frame by frame just to identify the enemy types floating yeah. in the water as yeah. well. Yeah. And being like, is this relevant? Like, why are they all acolytes and, and wizards? Like, yeah. why, why is it just dead? these enemy types in the water? And uh-huh. why are they in the water? And Yes. Which we will uh, definitely refer back to when we talk about the, the actual showcase stuff. But yeah. yeah um, the... It it was, I mean, you kind of expect it at the moment. Like it's it's it's. Have you heard of the Sonic cycle, mm-hmm. like the Sonic hype cycle, right? So like the idea that a Sonic game's announced, Sonic fans get ambitious and think it's going to be one of the good ones. It comes out, it isn't. They go back again, around and around. They go forever. The Destiny hype cycle is, and I'm just making this up now. This is not like a written thing. Um, essentially, they post a teaser or some announcement. Half, like, well, not half, the majority of the community is like, fuck yeah, that looks rad. A small but very, very loud on Twitter minority come out and say, dead game, 
Uh, there's nothing you could do that would bring me back. Um, there was a bit of that uh, with this, you know, 15 second little video, which is essentially them announcing a very big law heavy kind of story thing is definitely happening next. And it's just like, all right, well, maybe this game is not for you. Stop following and replying to everything. It's like, it's like, the, like a reply guy's antimatter. Like they just yeah. show up to yell at something that they aren't giving a shit about, but they really are with the amount of time it's, they put into it. It's so unhealthy. Yeah. And it's an Play aspect of else. gaming. It's an aspect of the game. Oh, ah, it's an aspect of nerd culture in general. Mm. Not to overly generalize. Where it's like, I even see it on like Marvel and DC posts, like just to take it away from Destiny for a second, mm. where people will be like, oh, shit movie, shit franchise, movies haven't been good in years, but why are you wasting energy on it? Yeah. Homie, why is this shit living in your brain rent free? Else. <laughs> it's fine for you to, it's fine for you to sit there and be like, oh, dead game, shitty game. Well, obviously it, it's left enough of an impact in your brain for you to come back like it's there, but it's, it's also like if it was a dead game, a shit game, why didn't you just leave it behind and move on to something else? Why do you keep? Yeah, but it's the awareness thing too of like, okay, realize that the game is no longer for you. Mm. Leave it alone for the people that it is for. Go channel that energy somewhere else. Like, it's what are you doing? Wasted energy. Yeah, it's just it's so sad. I was chatting about it with you earlier and I'd be like, that's like me screaming at Rockstar because I no longer enjoy GTA. You know what I did when I stopped enjoying GTA? I started playing Destiny. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got so many games that I stopped playing and then uninstalled and just, I kind of just shut the fuck up about it. Unless someone, yeah. unless I'm like in a conversation with someone specifically about that game or that franchise, then sure. Let's go into why I drifted away from it because that's the conversation we're having. But this is like, too. yeah, but this is just completely unprompted. Like, oh, hey, knock, knock, your game's shit. It's like, well, this isn't, we're not talking to you. You're not the audience for this. I think they, they put it out in the, in the showcase um, that in the last, I think it was two years, 20 million people have started playing Destiny for the first time. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of fucking people. You being loud on the internet, they don't care. Sorry. <laughs> They're not going to change the game to suit you. Fuck off. It's like going to a sushi train and you don't like sushi and then sitting there and complaining about the sushi. The restaurant's not for you. Why yeah. are you here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Go find something you like. That is like, <laughs> that's a bit of a weird example because I've gone to some places where it's like, you know, very heavily one cuisine, but then they've got a steak on the menu. And I'm guessing it's because groups come along and, and they've got someone in that group that's like, nah, but I'm here with a group need to eat something that's but it's like like, intentionally hunting out a sushi restaurant and then sitting there and going oh i hate sushi that is gross food hate it like we'll leave yeah it's like this restaurant's not for you then stop following destiny mute the hashtags on twitter like you can take this you can just take that away from yourself and just live a more positive life but you're choosing to be a shithead on twitter about it or on reddit or whatever nerd culture entitlement has hit a peak in some people it's like even though i love destiny not everything in the game is for me yeah which means bungie isn't obligated to make it for me no trials well we'll chat about it later but up until recently trials 
I didn't have fun playing it. It's no. not for me. So why do I expect updates that cater for me hmm. in a game mode that's not for me as yeah. a PvE player? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. It's like you, it's a big game. There's tons of shit in it. You know, some people, there's a bit of everything that they enjoy. Some people are like, no, I'm just, I'm going to go hard into the PvP side of things. Some people are just all about raids. Great. There's tons of shit there you can do with that. Like, just go do something else. Like, it's, it's the thing we've found too with our, even with our clan, like we're fairly active with Destiny, but by the end of basically every season for like the last year, there's like that last sort of three weeks where most of us have kind of done the stuff we're planning to do for the season we're not really, we're at the pinnacle cap. There's, there's not a lot left to do that is, I get not meaningful, but you know what I mean. Like, we've kind of done what we need to do. And so mm. we'll go and, like, start playing Diablo or Minecraft again and just, like, fuck around for three weeks. Like, it's not just about Destiny. It And, again, spoilers for the showcase, it's about people and friends and Destiny is, like, a vehicle for that. Case in point, we're here making a show about it. Um but we're not just there for that game or one part of it. We're there because of the people that we're there with. Yeah. And that's more what it is. Destiny is like just a thing that got us there sort of as a group of people. And that's the same for like the community at large. Yeah. It's a thing that we all clicked over. Yeah. I mean, we were all friends, but like yeah. Destiny's definitely, like we said last episode, def Destiny's definitely strengthened. A lot of friendships and created a lot of new friendships within our friend group too yeah yeah so uh, we probably just should just jump straight into the, the showcase now because we keep almost talking about it and then not <laughs> um so me i'm trying to think who was this. so there were four of us in our sort of usual group that stayed up to watch the whole thing so uh for for anyone watching listening at home uh in here in, well, at least in Melbourne, you know, in Brisbane, it's slightly different depending on time of year. Anyway, normally reset is for us Wednesday morning at 3 a.m. So the way that the showcase timing worked was it started at 1 a.m. The pre-show went for an hour. Then they did the showcase and then, you know, season drops at 3 a.m. So it was basically like a really sweet fucking on-ramp into the new season. So it was like what the showcase ended, servers went down really briefly. Yeah. And then it was Yeah, it yeah. it it basically wrapped up at about two thirty in the morning when and then reset kinda of ha happens at three. So little window there for all the servers to essentially roll over. Um but the first hour like we knew they were doing they were doing a pre show for that first hour, but it was essentially they were just showcasing art and stuff from the community. So mm -hmm. It was all sorts of stuff from some artists you'd heard of before, some that had just like submitted some shit, and all of it was fucking mad, honestly. Like so, so impressive. So many different art styles too. Like yeah. so, have you? So, so great. There's one seeing... that's burned into my brain. Someone had taken all the Omelon weapons, including falling guillotine, and basically made them look like little chibi art characters. Yeah. With like little googly eyes essentially on them. The little falling guillotine broke my heart. It's so adorable. <laughs> um but yeah it was also interspersed with little videos from like community members or a few streamers here and there and like a couple of bits from like people behind the scenes on the on the bungee side um 
and that, it, it was just like really nice you know like they didn't need to do that it, it is also granted like Bungie's 30th anniversary so they're, they're sort of building some stuff around that as well but just really nice to kind of like give a bunch of people that have been putting in this work a really sick platform to just be like yeah boom you're in front of like tens of thousands of people for context i didn't get to stay up because i'd work yeah i mean so I, did too. I, I chose to stay up like a fucking yeah. madman everything that you described i was watching but on a train <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so there was a, there was a lot of moments where I kind of had to sink down in my train chair a little so wait, bit and do like you watched all of the pre-show plus the yeah. showcase. Oh no! Because yeah. <laughs> my my train rides in the morning are an hour to an hour fifteen, right, depending right. on so delays. And with yeah, and I purposely got on the not express train uh -huh. so that I'd have that hour and fifteen <laughs> rather than forty five minutes because I knew I wanted to watch the showcase. That's a big brain shit. But there were a few moments where I had to like slide down and do like the the like gentle like tear tap yeah. and hope that no one could see like corner of it's gross but corner of my mask yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Oh, yeah. shit yeah it was it, uh, it was like ah it's yeah. like warm and like cozy seeing Bungie just be like yo our community's rad and let's you let's show us yeah like yeah let's was, let's see how rad you are and show some, everyone else how bits, rad you are so there were some bits later in the actual showcase part of the show that kind of hit me like that as well but we'll we'll get to that later because it's more to do with the the 30th anniversary yeah. package they had in there but yeah so a whole hour of just fucking art showcase it's rad as hell um and then it's just kind of clips and stuff yeah too, some, some bits and pieces um it's, it's really funny like there's a few of us in our group that like have this completely like joke hatred of Datto, like actually have no problem with the guy really appreciate and love his content but for some reason like there's a couple of us that just find it really funny just be like boo Datto doesn't know how to play destiny like he absolutely does it's just it, it he's just he's been very prominent for a long time so it's kind of fun we like, don't know where the doesn't? meme come we don't know where the meme yeah. started or where it came from and it's not malicious in yeah. any no, way no no, like... no 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 on the off chance that he sees this um but no, like, please roast this back. Yeah, but we're like in this voice chat with the four of us, and just like as soon as he comes on, like two other people in this call that we're in are having a conversation, and I'm just like up to the mic, just like boo, dado, boo, just like needless. But you know, it was like two in the morning, so what do you expect? <laughs> but, no, it was cool, and it was also like Rami Ishmael popped up for a bit, and oh. um. Like I, I, I'm familiar with who he is because of his work with like uh, Vlambeer and games, but also like activism on Twitter recently. Um, and I was just like, oh I've shit! Had... I was, I just, I just like without realizing, was like, oh shit, Rami. And like the other guys in the call were like, wait, who? And then I got to educate them on who the fuck Rami Ishmael is, and that was a lot of fun. I have had personal one-on-one -on -one experiences with yeah. Rami through events. Uh huh. And he is. He is a lovely, lovely man. So Very when I saw him pop too. up, <laughs> when I saw him pop up, I was like, oh, I yeah. was so excited for yeah, him. Yeah, he's also like very on Twitter about how much he enjoys Destiny. Like to actually no shit today. I mean, I, I think I sent this around to the group. Mm. He like just decided to challenge himself to tweet the history of Destiny's lore. I think it ended up being like 50 tweets, but it's just because like someone in his mentions was like, 
I don't get it. What, how do I get into this? And he was like, all right, fucking sit down, read this. It was, it was like, um, I hate, I hate the book series, but the only way to describe it was the dummy's guide to destiny law. It basically where was. Where it was just super shorthand yeah. to the point. Yeah. And it wasn't like super up its own ass. It was like, okay, it's space magic. It's kind of like explaining it as if we were explaining it to each other about a story, not like, oh yeah. So the traveler, uh, it's this ancient mystical. It's like, no, it's just like a fucking space ball that grants magic powers. Like, what do you want? Like, don't take it that fucking seriously. Worms. Yeah. Come on. Everything is worms. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so they, I'm trying to remember how they opened the showcase. I think it was just like a couple of people on a stage. They essentially just came out and said, look, it's time to talk about Witch Queen. Here's a fucking video of gameplay. Like they didn't have much. We love you, but here's Witch Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it was, it was the full, the full trailer first. Yeah. It opened up with the three gardens with that sick looking armor right. in yeah. the, the forest. Yes. Yeah. Scanning. The- and Icora. The, the armor the with like the alchemy symbols all over it. And it so sick. It looks so good. Like holy the shit. Warlock armor. Yeah. Um, so we see like what Savathun's throne world. Um, which just it just looks like a giant castle, honestly. Like it's very it it just it looks so good. Like I've got such a hard on for Bungie's design and just how good they make things look. It's so good. I, can't, I don't know how I've lost words. It just, they know how to fucking craft a world. There's so many different aspects of design, just to veer off very quickly, mm. which I think we've, we've had so many discussions about Destiny's design mm. and Bungie's design, because like you think about the sterile cleanliness of DL, uh, DLC, DSC. <laughs> <laughs> DLC, um, yeah, Clovis Bray and all that. And then you think that, about yeah. the grunginess, even though it's an older raid of Vogue. Yeah, but then you also think about the, just the stark difference and the way it seamlessly seamlessly transitions from Europa into DSC. Yeah, and just the way they tie it, all these completely different—I wouldn't even like just aesthetics. Yeah, and they all feel cohesive, like yeah. Hive. Hive, hive bullshit, yep. hive crustiness mm-hmm. feels like part of the world, despite the fact it's like you look at Clovis Bray and Bray Tech and stuff like that, and mm. it's crisp and sterile. Yeah. Up against, but they all feel part of the same world. And it's the same with the Dreaming City. I love the Dreaming City. It's one of my favorite aesthetics, like the Ascendant <laughs> Spoilers. Plane. Spoilers, this season of- is for you then. But it feels like part of the world. Yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 very, like, internally consistent, I think. You know, you can look at it from the outside and be like, okay, I get it. But even in the in the world itself, it's it seems to make sense. Yeah, so, like, seeing a forest and seeing the throne world in that trailer didn't mm. feel jarring. It didn't yeah. feel like, oh, what's this? It was like, oh, creepy. Okay, where's yeah. this heading? Well, because that, that was one of the things, like, when they showed some images of, of their armor set, like, I think, it was like a number of twabs ago at this point. Twabs, twabs, it's twabs. Um, people were like, "Oh, it's they're finally doing the old Chicago thing." Like that's been this long-running theory of eventually they'll set some piece of content in old Chicago, and then they kind of opened this trailer in the forest. Camera tilts up to show like the throne world, um, which they you know later referred back to it as, and like it almost. Now that I'm talking about it now, it feels like a bait and switch to be like, oh, so you thought this was old Chicago? Fucking check this shit out. 
it's an entire Creepy forest. World. Yeah. And, you know, as someone who played, I would say, some amount of D1, the Dreadnought was fucking tight as an environment. Mm -hmm. And as much as hive bullshit is gross and scary, uh, it does allow for some really interesting, like, world building and level geometry and all the weird spiky shit everywhere. And it just, it looks so good. I, I, <laughs> I keep saying that. <laughs> it does. It looks yeah. really good. It looks so nice. But we've got even to, like I was gonna say crustiness. We've, we've gotta talk about the fucking little ghosts. The hive ghosts, the hive guardians. <laughs> oh my god, when that fucking so no shit, this when this trailer was playing, I had like muted my microphone in this voice call. I was basically sat like this here with just like just hands over my mouth, just like, oh my god, what am I seeing? Cause it's just like, okay. You know, new expansion, you don't really expect them to introduce a new type of enemy. Like, the last time I think we saw that was with the Scorn. Beyond Light was more about so. the introduction of darkness and how that affects existing things. This is the first time it's felt like, here's a bunch of fucking new enemies, though, because it's Hive Guardians, and the way that they've shown it, it feels like a mirror of what we've got at our disposal. Like, there's some hunter-looking hive, and they've got little ghosts, and it's like, so that shot from the teaser where all these hive are dead in the water. Yeah, wizards that then, being the warlocks. Yeah, that then evolves into, like, these little ghosts fucking reviving them out of this water. Fucking, what are you doing? <laughs> to begin with, I forgot what they're called, but the Vex have that flying, fast-moving, mini, almost, like, hydra. And they fly into you and explode. Oh, the supplicants? In the, yeah. Yeah. At first, when I saw them appear, like you kind of get a glimpse of them mm. and they fly past the guardians. I think that's, I thought they were like that. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. Little bombers. Yeah. And then the voice lines keep happening and I'm just like, and I like, oh man, I wish I was in the VC with you guys. Because uh. all you would have heard was no way. No fucking way, because that's like that was the my, dialogue like, I was having that was in my, my head. my internal monologue throughout basically the entire showcase. was like, what are you doing? And then what they start this? healing, and I'm like, get fucked. Yeah. Get actually fucked. Yeah. And then, yeah, they reveal it. I'm like... <gasps> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this other than kind of terrified. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's, that's always the thing, right? Like, it's always Guardians versus everything else is at a lower level, right? And this feels like and it it just feels like they're like okay here's a version of yourself go fight that S see how you stack up and it's yeah, like seven has like got an entire army of this shit gods and deities guardians everyone else Basically. that's what the food chain feels like but then even then guardians have gone on to kill to kill gods actual gods yes so as it's Hawthorne like, oh, well. often rem reminds us <laughs> and uh drifter yeah Killed any guards lately? Just fuck off. Oh, and Ava. Yeah. Ava, you killed some guards. Go away, you weird old Yeah, lady. you said the same thing last year. Have you, got, <laughs> have you actually got Alzheimer's? What's happening? Oh, no. <laughs> Just, um, don't open this door. But yeah, it was, it was nutty. And I'm really excited for it, but simultaneously terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and knowing that, like, you know, it's Witch Queen, then it's Lightfall. And then it's now announced the final shape. And then that's kind of, they're building up to more than just this. 
like the thing i keep thinking is like where the fuck are they where are they going right like yeah. i didn't see half the stuff in the showcase coming there's a whole two more expansions before this like story arc is concluded and then there's more destiny 2 after that where is this going anyway that's huge yeah. big picture stuff that there's still but so much like... we've got to cover <laughs> Ikora's voice lines during that trailer mm. too, just being like, yeah, so we she's managed to manipulate the one thing we thought she couldn't touch, which is the light. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like And that I think that was a voice line right before they revealed the the hive ghosts and the hive guardians. Mm. And when she said it, I was like, What do you mean? Oh. That's what you yeah. mean. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it a bunch because yeah. every time I watch it, I see something new, but like it's yeah. still very much like I can't remember the order of things sometimes. Yeah. I, I kind of want to watch it all over again just to, or at least like the big demo reels they showed, not necessarily people talking on a stage, even though there was some interesting stuff out of those. Um, but just, just to, yeah, pick it apart a little bit, see if what I'm remembering is true, probably get excited all over again. Uh, the sound design, as always. Mm. Destiny has Destiny in the last handful of expansions. No, last couple of expansions has found its sound. Yeah, it's got that iconic, deep, gravelly, synthy, and then like the synthetic drums and like. Yeah. I think about when I think about the Destiny sound, I think about the kind of grunginess that they introduced in the DLC before Beyond Light. And then they expanded on the synthiness of that mm. in Beyond Light. There's a lot more right. synth and yeah. stuff like that. Whereas, like all the music that they've, the tiny clips of music that we've seen in in the trailers and the showcase, seems like they're erring more on the side of like rock than yeah. synth. Actually, which makes sense because DSC is very clean and sterile, so you would have that sound. And then uh, I feel like the Hive is going to have a lot more of a grungier. Yeah. So. The, the thing that that's just made me realize is we were, we were watching this uh, and someone, you know, you see the animation of essentially your player grabbing one of those hive ghosts oh, and crushing, crushing, crushing it. it in your hand. That is reminiscent of the finisher moves in the last couple of Doom games. And now that you've said that about the sound design, what I'm thinking is the hive feel like similar to the enemies in Doom. Yeah, and the Doom soundtrack is very rock metal forward, but it's got a lot of analog synth kind of disgusting synth sounds. So I would not be surprised if there's like some Mick Gordon esque bullshit in that soundtrack. You can only hope. Yeah, yeah, but huh? Okay, where are we up to? Uh, so we've seen the Hive Guardians, Hive Ghosts. Uh, what came next? I honestly wings. don't remember. Yes. Then Confirmation we, she's the Moth Queen. Yes. So we do see Sabathon's front, um, which, you know, it's just them doubling down on, like, look, it's time. You know, like you're... It's crusty. It's she time is. For, time for you to deal with this. <laughs> the first thing I noticed was her eye pattern is the same as what's on Eris Morn's face. And I was like... I did too. All right, what's up with Eris, like, though? Because mm -hmm. there is that, that little cutscene right at the end of the Shadowkeep campaign where she, like grabs that weird orb and there's like this kind of weird interaction with her that seems reminiscent of the darkness stuff that comes in beyond light. Um, so I don't know what's up with Eris, but I'm sus. Uh, that's not great, but yeah, it's, it's very much like just straight up here, Sabathon's face. 
and then she jumps up out of the water and these giant fucking moth wings come out. I'm like, what is happening? Which is like, oh, her design is so crusty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and crunchy and gross. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's a really beautiful design. Yeah, yeah. Like the moth wings are disgusting. Yep. But they're still beautiful. And like her design in itself, the intricacies in her design, as creepy as I find her, mm. they've done so well. Yeah. And the, the, the Hive Ghosts and the Hive Guardians feel similar. Like the armor on the outside of those, those Hive Guardians, it, it has like gaps in it. it. It has like what looks like plates and stuff. Like it looks like armor that they've just stuck on. And, and it, it all feels kind of like, you know, cut from the same cloth. It's, it does actually feel like they're born from her in some way. It just, it all does hang together. Which, you know, is yeah. that consistency we kind of talked about before. Okay, so Sabathun looks like a giant moth lady, 21 feet tall, so that's a big fucking moth. Uh, I don't have big a Big lady do the flappy. <laughs> oh, no, big lady with the big flappies. I hate this. Mm. <laughs> no. Big lady with the big flappies, yes. <laughs> Fuck. All I can describe her as is crusty. Yeah. Because her sound design is every time she moves, it's like beetle wings. Like it's crusty. Mm, <laughs> mm. And I love it. The sound design's great, but like, <laughs> she's crusty. Yeah. It's like, I want to crack my knuckles into the microphone and then you'll get, you'll get, you'll get an idea if you haven't oh, just watched like, it. like, if you've ever crushed a cicada shell. I haven't, but I knew friends that used to do shit, like pull the wings off them. It's <laughs> like, if you've ever crushed like a bug shell. It's like, it's that kind of like crustiness. Like, it's just like, oh. Yuck. Which no, suits her. Yeah. But her design, her design is incredible. Mm. Like yeah. the intricacies of like her quote unquote crown and then the yeah shoulder shape, which is very remiss of Crota. Yeah. Like her, her design kind of feels like, and obviously because they are Hive. linked. Yeah. They family. Um, it, it feels like a feminine crota. Mm -hmm. Like they took that energy, like the shoulder shape and even the crown shape to a degree and yeah. then just peeled it back and made yeah. it very delicate and feminine. Yeah, I did I did also see like when the when the teaser was put out, you know, you'd seen the Witch Queen symbol by then. Someone had overlaid that over top of Sabathon's character model and it basically lines up one for one. Of like yeah, the, the, different, like the different angles basically. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I'm just, I'm so excited to, to see what, just the story, like the story on its own, as much as like, you know, the, the Beyond Light or the Shadow Keep story didn't take that long to play through, all the other stuff along the sides, like all the different lore entries, all the different stuff that fills it out, like as much as that's kind of tedious to actually go through sometimes with reading all the lore and the fact that it's not in the campaign story necessarily, it's still such a fun story. Like I love some dumb space magic shit. I just, I wonder if we're going to get another penguin lore oh, style thing. Yeah, but it's going to be like some weird little fucking thing in a shell. It's something just unnecessarily heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> just because. Yeah, but like. Oh, I'm trying to. Mm, I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm. I'm so just like. I don't know if I want a small version of whatever Savathun's bullshit is. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like it's so exciting, but then you need to remember that Savathun is apparently the queen of lies and deceit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are we getting what we see? Yes. Is it what we think it is? Which yeah. is the most exciting part for me. I want to. That's me. I want to find out: is it actually the light, or is she fucking with us? Yeah, and then knowing that the expansion after this one is called Lightfall. Yeah. Like that word in itself is so interesting. Uh, like, are we going to find out if, if which queen is where we quote unquote defeat her? Mm. How deep her manipulation will run after the fact? Too? Yeah. Cause uh, it's, it's season of the lost I stuff, but she so kind of reveals that out. actually she's had her, sh her fingers in your shit for a while now. And you just didn't know. Like she's been in it. Yeah. So then they did the gameplay trailer. Yes. Which is. I'm going to get this out of the way. The glaive looks fucking sick. Holy shit. I'm so shit. excited for the glaive. The first <laughs> I'm thing, so like, excited the for first the glaive. The first bit of it they show is like, it's a first person shot. Like you can basically see a giant bayonet and I'm like, okay, what gun is this? And then you see a stab animation. Like it's a pole with a knife on the end of it. And then later on they reveal that it's basically it destiny. It's a destiny gun blade. Yeah. Like it, you can stab with it. And then you can do a close range, like fucking shot with it. And it sounded like a shotgun. This thing had a, a real mean sound to it. And then later they revealed that it's part of a weapon crafting system. Like fucking what are then you doing? Then on top of that, they mentioned you can basically chain combos with it too. Yeah. Like they said you can do combos. And I was yeah. like. Yeah. What part of the gameplay trailer was like stab one thing, turn a little bit to the right and headshot something with the other part of it. And, it, and then and, there was like moves with the yeah. the butt end of it, yeah. and and there's a thing like they they so you know excited. had a, a sort of title card for it, and they said it's a new weapon archetype. So that means there's going to be like even though it's you know the weapon crafting version, that's what they were showing. There's going to be variances of it's going to be variants. There's probably going to be an exotic one. Intrinsic perks. I just man, I just like as as much as like we've had some really fun exotic weapons. They haven't introduced a new type of weapon for a long time. I don't even know what the last one was. And they went balls to the wall, just being like, yeah, yeah Gunblade. Yeah, and um, actually shout out to Rami Ismail again, like following his tweets as this thing was happening was really fun. Um, but he basically made the point that like they, they haven't done a sequel, like a proper sequel since Destiny 2. But basically every year they put out enough shit that would warrant an entire sequel if this was any other game franchise. Like, they're adding weapon crafting, they're adding this giant story, like, cross-play is there now. Like, it's insane that this is just, like, a yearly expansion. Mm. Anyway, yes. So the glaive, we see that. I want it now. And then they're now. just like, oh, BT-dub weapon crafting. Yeah. <laughs> That's then, coming too, guys. Yeah. Like, what? And they kind of show some bits and pieces, but obviously like they're going to talk more about that later but the f even announcing weapon crafting um cool like <laughs> and then giving us like kind of glimpses and teases to like, what the like put all the these table. bits together yeah so yeah. i guess that's going to be like the loom the helm every other kind yes. of it's going to be a thing. Yeah, we... and I, th I think they said something like, you know, you'll unlock stuff to use with that by using the weapon itself. So it's it's kind of like reinforcing itself and building you in... You can level weapons up yeah. and parts. And... Well, yeah, maybe 
I'm, I'm not even sure if that was like what they said, but they're, they're, it's yeah. I need to watch it again. Like I said, I don't. Same. I don't remember all of it. Um, but it it just feels like they're they've definitely embraced that this game is an MMO with a bunch of the stuff they've done over the last couple of years. And now it's like, oh, fuck it. Let's add some shit straight out of the Diablo. It's like, here's weapon crafting. Here's some other shit. Like, just go nuts. Honestly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they, they kind of dumped a lot of info. Not dumped, but like, yeah, they, they were just like, here yeah. it all is. It just felt like just getting fucking hit in the head. Like, I don't know how to box and I'm up against someone who does. It's like, what are you, just settle down. I need, I need to take this all in. Oh, um, what else was in that trailer? I'm trying to remember. Um, I think we got ideas of more, more armor. Yeah. There was different armor sets in the gun, uh, the, um, gameplay trailer. Some people on Twitter were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they um, like to sneak little things in there in the background to be like, oh, it was in there, but. We just didn't want to, mm, you, you'll see it. It's just armor, but yeah. And then just being like, there is a raid coming. Of course there is. It's an expansion. Here's the energy of the raid. Yeah. The, That's I mean, what we're telling you. Yeah. There's some, some, like, <laughs> some bigger picture sort of announcements in there where they said basically every three months there will be a new dungeon or raid or something. There was like a sort of cadence to it they announced, um, which. Because now they've got the legacy pool yeah pull from yeah so. and so so that means i think that means we're due for one soon um and then obviously you know this witch queen comes out late february that lines up with march being when the raid for witch queen would drop which on their website there is one uh we know very little about it but there, there will be one so what was the turnaround between BL dropping and then DSC. Three weeks, right? Yeah, it's 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 I think it's it's been that. Um and with Volta Glass it was similar with like the gap between that and the start of the season. It was I think, yeah, a couple couple of weeks. Um Yeah, actually 'cause cause we like a bunch of us put in the, the time when Beyond Light dropped to do the grind up to power level and I think it was two and a half weeks or or thereabouts. Um so that kind of makes sense in terms of timing. Mm. But yeah, um, gameplay stuff, uh, Witch Queen, what else was in there? I am drawing a massive blank. There was a ton of shit. Go, like, if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Fuck's sake. It's so good. <laughs> core is actually doing stuff now? Yeah. yeah, they hired a voice actor that is free, so that helps. <laughs> she's actually Available. got stuff to do yeah. like she's, not she's getting actual voice lines and yeah. oh, like, I was worried she'd never get out of the loom <laughs> oh, I don't remember where that came from um, fucking I think it was a late night I yeah, think it no, was it, a late night yeah. session where we were all Some... losing our minds because we'd stayed up for a big season drop Maybe or we're just tired. Everything's going on. I think we stayed. We stayed up for Splicer, and then we started doing the um transmog stuff, and that's right. That just came out. Yeah, no, (laughs) okay. I I remember where that came from because like there was a law book in the game associated with the loom and the transmog stuff, and there was straight up what looked like placeholder art to me, where it was like the law book cover was basically just pink, with the like. Uh, the bungee tricorn symbol just in the middle of that frame. 
and then in the in that pink background you could see Ikora's face and I'm like this just feels like you forgot to add an image in here um and then I just was like Ikora was in the loom like I just said that without <laughs> thinking and then that's just become part it's, of our lexicon it's our uh, fire team's headcanon now yeah, that's yeah. where that's why Akora hasn't been able to do anything for the last ten seasons. Yeah, she was helping Ada One in the loom, helping Ada One build a haberdashery. <laughs> Stuck in the loom. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, I feel like there's still a bunch of the stuff from the, the showcase just so that we're much missing. Stuff. Yeah, I'm just I'm honestly going through the notes now to to try to remind myself what I've missed. Because um, it's also messy. Because it was like there was that. There was the 30th anniversary stuff, and then there was like the trials updates, and there's been about oh, and then four merch. or five things. They talked about their merch coming out as yeah. well. Um. So yeah, I th I think we just we just keep moving. Um, because I'm fucking forgetting everything anyway. So they eventually moved on to the the stuff they're doing for the 30th anniversary celebration, um, which is sort of December this year. Um, there's there's a bunch of stuff that is wrapped up in a paid. DLC bundle, which is I think like thirty Australian dollars or thereabouts. Um, I had to, I was talking to someone and they were like, I don't think it should be paid, and like not all of it is. To be fair, there's a bunch of free stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that you get access to if you buy this bundle. Um, but the idea is the, the 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 way that I look at it is you know you you buy the season pass, you get four seasons, right? And when you bought that season pass, that's what you thought you were getting, and this is some extra shit that is kind of on top mm. it's optional um but also you look at the value that you get out of your annual uh expansion like assuming you know you pay the money for the the um the expansion and the season pass which gets you the four seasons for the year like that's a ton of shit to begin with like if you want to really drill down into like how much is your time worth it's a pretty good deal honestly mm. and the anniversary stuff like that development has to come from somewhere that money has to come from somewhere also, like, it's showing support and continuing to support. Yes. And it's entirely optional. And like, look, they're a business. And if you look at this store right now, there's a ton of 30th anniversary merch, which honestly, some of it is rad as hell. Um, but yeah, like, I, I get it. I get it from both sides, honestly. Like, there's a part of it. It's like, it's a celebration. It's a party. I shouldn't have to pay for this. But at the same time, like, game development is not free. It is not easy. Mm -hmm. Um it's got to come from somewhere. But uh, the thing that out of this entire showcase that killed me uh, was like the video package around like the 30th anniversary because like I basically grew up playing Halo. Like Marathon, yeah. and, Marathon and everything before that, I was kind of aware of, but Halo original Xbox was kind of like when I was, this is going to sound real fucking pretentious, like becoming aware as a gamer of like, oh, there's more to this. There's more of a, a community and an industry and there's more out there. Yeah, I don't think that sounds pretentious because when you think about gaming experiences prior to that, you probably had a similar experience to me. It was single-player games sitting on your lounge room floor yeah. in the dark trying not to wake your parents up. Yeah, basically. Or occasionally getting your mates around for Mario Party, Mario Kart, Crash Bash, whatever yes. console you had yeah. at the time. And like we had bits of that because we had a, a PS1. Um, so we went like PS1 then to Xbox because like, you know, we had the one console for the for me and my brother essentially. Um, 
and we play stuff together here and there, but not much. Yeah. Um, but Halo was sort of the big one where, you know, we played that together more than any other game. Um, honestly, it was a lot of just like there's two or three of us like in a local multiplayer match just running around doing dumb shit. Um, but, you know, hogs and- yeah, like just shooting each other. Like it's a four player match because we just have like a couple of friends over, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, but then, yeah, so like played all of the Halo stuff sort of through Reach. And then by the time Halo 4 came out, I was playing other stuff, honestly. And it wasn't for me. Um, but, you know, I was someone who took my Xbox 360 and my TV fucking to people's houses to play Halo 3 lands yeah. and like did that shit. And then when they're showing video footage of people doing that shit, I started tearing up. No shit. Oh, I had to like just push them. I had to push the mic away. I was like, I'm going to just sit back because the music they had with it too just made that shit land so hard. I was just like, damn, I've really been and playing the studio's games basically my entire life. And then hearing and seeing people in our age group be like, yeah, I remember being 16, 17, yeah. 18, sitting in my my best mate's best friends because a lot yeah. of them were American, but my yeah. best mate's lounge room with candy and energy drinks, mm. just playing Halo multiplayer yep. for hours yep. and hours and hours. Yeah, and 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 you know, like when when I say LAN parties on Xbox 360, a lot of people were bringing in CRT TVs. The shit was not yeah. easy. <laughs> or you you had that one mate who would collect CRT TVs from like Gumtree and mm. family members and friends, and they just always had a bunch of them at yep. their house for yep. lands because it was the land house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I've in done... Australia, that's the house with the best internet. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> like we had like one little internet switch that everybody had cabled into. <laughs> that was it. Like it wasn't connected to the internet because it was just local and i like i've done full 16 player max player lan matches that way like i've lived that and then TVs seeing are that, on floors people are yeah. on floors people are sitting on kitchen chairs at kitchen yeah. tables yeah. yeah like it sucks but also it there's rules. a tv on the kitchen bench yeah <laughs> like- it, no, honestly it was yeah. like it was probably what was like a two or three car garage that my friend's parents had emptied out like no cars were in there it was just it was four tvs sitting in the middle of this room facing out in different directions and then couches basically (laughs) yeah basically couches just in a circle around them amazing it was like thunderdome in there it was disgusting um (laughs) but, but like that that whole video package just hit me so hard and then you know like thinking forward from that to where we are now where you know like destiny this friend group that we've got has essentially got me through what has been like some of the hardest times in my life. Fucked 24 months. Right? (laughs) Like we, we spend time most days in some capacity in this group. I was going to say, depending on the day, anywhere between two to 12 hours, depending on what we're doing on the day. Exactly. Um, And you don't even have to be talking the entire time. A lot of us sit in the VC and just hang. Yeah. Talk about other stuff while doing mindless stuff in destiny. But yeah, it was just, it was, it was so sweet to, to see that and like be reminded of all that sort of stuff of like starting to bond with my younger brother over some of these games and like playing these games with people sort of as I'm growing up and like remembering all of that stuff. And I was, it just, it got me, 
it got me so good. <laughs> I was such a sucker <laughs> for that. But man. For me, it was like, I'm the eldest mm. and there's a significant amount of time between me and my little brother. Mm -hmm. And I came into gaming, once again, risking sounding pretentious, but I'm just, I'm in that age group mm. where I came into gaming girls didn't play video games right and if we did we played pokemon and mm. pikmin and animal crossing like that was the stereotype so i definitely have memories of guys organizing lands in my friend group me being like oh can i come and then being like you don't play halo yeah and then going to these lands and holding my own and then having guys my age be like oh shit like mm -hmm. And then building those friendships of being, you know, the, the gamer girl in the group uh -huh. yeah. and just becoming one, one of the lads, like yeah. becoming a Ken doll to the rest of my mates where yeah. it's like, I'm not a girl. I'm not a gamer girl. I'm one of the boys. Like yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here to play Halo. I don't fucking care about anything else. Like I'm here mm. to eat your chips and play Halo. Yeah. <laughs> You've got good internet. I'm here to eat your chips. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> and like. Some of the dudes I used to play Haywall. Haywall. I used to play Halo with at multiple times in my life have come into bat for me mm. when it comes to being a girl in gaming. Like yeah. we went on and played CS together and like I would get bullied, not bullied, but like go to the kitchen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And these dudes I played Halo with would be like, yeah, no, she's legit. Like she yeah. plays. Like, yeah. Shut up. Stop being a dickhead. Yeah. And then, like, so I have like a weird nostalgia where it's like mm. it was me becoming a gamer, like one of the yes. boys, and being considered a gamer, and not just oh she pretends to like games because she's a girl and she wants attention. It was like oh no, she likes games. Mm. Yeah, it was that kind of early phase of girls being recognized that we play games, and then yeah. being able to hold my own, and then be like oh no, she's serious about this, like she. She plays. Yeah, she don't fuck around. But I have a weird nostalgia there. Yes. <laughs> so like... Yeah, and then there was, like, related to that, but not actually part of the showcase or anything, um, there was this tweet thread that I came across. It just came up on my timeline, and I sent it to you earlier. Um, it was someone just, like, in DMG's replies about crossplay being like, this basically means I can play with my son. And it, from context that I got from the other tweets in the thread was like, you know, separated relationship, part-time dad. Part-time dads. They're on different platforms, can't play together. Crossplay, which is now a thing, you could just do that, means that this dad can play this game with his son together. It's more time he can spend with yeah. his son. And that yeah, when I read through that thread and there was it's getting other dads me now a little bit. <laughs> other dads being in the replies, being yeah. like, hell yeah, part-time dad solidarity. Yeah. And then people being like oh well my son and i play all the time if you guys want to fire team up and do an activity yeah. like here's my bungee name yeah. and i'm just like yeah stop oh. it please get me going <laughs> no. again but it's that we sort of thing we love good dads yeah it just it just and this was something that i guess like some of the people in the showcase were sort of saying was like yeah the games are cool and all but bungee is really here to like facilitate experiences that you share with people that you yeah care about in some way you know and seeing like cross play and seeing that 30th anniversary package like just solidified that in my mind at least like i'm sure with other people it did too but yeah. it was just them going like yeah look games are cool we know that we play them 
but also like, hey, have you heard of Friends? Like Friends are dope. That's the ultimate story of Destiny is Friends. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a little bit like I'm excited for Crossbay. I've still got to get him set up, but it means I can play with my dad. Yeah. And I'm 30 and yeah. I'm like, I'm so excited to play Destiny with my dad. <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't really understand PC gaming because he grew up console gaming. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, you know, in, in, in those replies to that tweet, like they fully acknowledge it's not perfect. They got it to a point where it solves the problem for a lot of cases. But for example, like cross-platform voice chat is not a thing. Cross-platform text mm. chat is not a thing because those, it turns out, are really fucking difficult to solve because you have to go through the platform holders, proprietary voice tech and, te and text chat tech and like make them somehow be on a, a level playing field. So I feel like for now, most people are just going to be like, ah, we're voice chatting in Discord we're playing Thank this God game. Discord mobile. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so people are probably just going to have their phones sitting in their lap on a Discord call, playing Destiny like on their console with headphones on. I'm guessing. Yeah, you or know, laptop. this is this is my setup when I play Destiny. It's like this microphone, these headphones. I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just so fucking powerful that they're able to be like, who cares? Go play with whoever. And they did that little beta test last season to be like, run some strikes. It, it all works. Go Let nuts. us know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's so, like what they've put out is just so good. Like it just, it's cool to log in, to look through the roster in the tower and see all these little symbols to be like, fuck, there's like a bunch of Xbox people just hanging out in here and it just works. Like it's so bizarre. And see fire teams where it's a mixture of symbols too. Yeah. Because you're like, fuck, it's working. Yeah. And People I know that are able to play together. That's so wicked. Yeah. I know they do some, some stuff in like uh, PVP matchmaking to make sure that like keyboard and mouse is separate because that kind of makes a difference. Um, mm -hmm. And I think like controller on PC gets matched against console and not PC. So they're clever about it. Uh, but it's just, it's just crazy where this game is right now. For me, I think part of the showcase that really kind of like kicked me in the guts was when they started showing like the D1 footage and yeah. old D1 streams and and D1 moments because mm. that's I fell in love with D1. I was obsessed with it. I played it on the PlayStation. I was mm -hmm. I had my original clan, my original fire team that will remain nameless, <laughs> but <laughs> I found my way into a pretty yeah. big D1 fire team right. through friends, through mm -hmm. people I met playing Destiny. Um, and one bit that really got me was, I wish I knew her name, but that young girl mm. who had the artwork and she was like, that's the original VOG and my original fire team yeah, when yeah. she was going into the new VOG for the first time. And she's like, no, I, th I think what that actually was is you can go through like, uh, essentially like a memory vault within the game and it will show you some of those events with the fire team that you're in. I think you launch it from the character select screen or something mm. like that. And it was like, because well, like, if I go through mine, it shows me like the Black Garden and when I finished that and who I was in a fire team with at yeah. the time. But like I think her that's what pulling that, that up and just being like, mm. fuck. Yeah. It was like when the doors, I was okay in Vogue, but then when the doors opened to the actual vault itself, I had that like teary, yeah. nostalgic kind of had to mute myself briefly and be like, Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, like honestly, like, depending on I had those flashbacks of me and my original fire team screaming as the vault mm. opened and just being like, fuck. 
yeah. what is this like yeah. shit god it's cool like yeah crackly ps4 voice oh, chat yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's garbage. <laughs> um but yeah depending on how and when or if they bring back leviathan i am probably going to have a moment like that at some point yeah. in the future right because that was like that was the group we have now that was our version of that that was our solidifying moment yeah. was that right yeah we found the 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 core nine people who yeah. run raids frequently and it just clicked and it worked and we we smashed out leviathan in 45 minutes one day yeah was it that fast in the end yeah like i know we people just, do it faster but that was good for us we, <laughs> but it was like we did our one big messy run where everyone was kind of trying to learn it and mm. then i think it was a, a run and a half after that it just everyone clicked into place and yeah. we went hey do we want to do day one for the next expansion because this is this feels good yeah <laughs> and then well that's a different story for another time um so yeah 30th <laughs> anniversary stuff coming up in december they're doing a whole bunch of fan service there's there's a bunch of actually like new stuff like there's a i think some six player match made activity that they're bringing in there's a bunch of legitimately new stuff and then they're doing some cooked shit like an event that takes place in the loot cave and they're bringing back oh. galahorn <laughs> Like, I was so excited when they were like, we're going to do a special party in the loot cave. And yeah. I was like, I had that warm, hot ear. Yeah. The fact like, that they said the phrase, loot, like they said the phrase loot cave and knowing now that the location where that is, is in the game. Like you could go there now. It just won't do anything. Um, and I think it was I like within that, a breath that of news, that. When that news spread, that was mm. like the first like destiny meme. Oh yeah. For me was loot cave, loot cave, loot cave. This yeah. bit's broken. Broken yeah, 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 game, yeah. loot cave. And a friend of, friend of mine who got me into the fire team and the clan that we I mentioned before, mm. we were just farming the loot case. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when like, they said that, I was fuck. like, that was like, oh, they was, acknowledged it. <laughs> there was that one spot in the Cosmodrome where they brought that back into D2 that if you got the right spawn with the, the tank, you could stand in like two or three locations and captains would just infinitely spawn and people mm. were just farming that for catalyst progress. And then they took that out pretty quickly, but it was almost a version of that because it was just like, you had dropping, the same energy. Yeah, you're not dropping engrams necessarily, but you're gonna get a lot of catalyst progress if you need that. And that was, was that like, was the season duality came out, and I just remember standing there with this fucking giant shotgun just pounding these captains. That's a bad phrase, and I regret saying it, but uh, yeah, I just I took a bunch of weapons in there and finished them. Yeah, so good. That's I love. <laughs> like stuff like that always gives me like Luke cave nostalgia yeah where someone discovers something and then the the running joke is hey Luke cave quick before the devs hear us like don't let yeah. the devs hear us well that, like, that was the thing with with the the devs are complete they're like oh, we the, know it's broken yeah. we're just giving you time to fuck around oh, no, with it and then we'll fix it's, it it's, it's more that it takes time to fix that sort of stuff properly but i remember with the that cosmodrome one i remember so many times i would spawn into the right version of that I would walk, like I would see that there's someone in every one of the three spots already, and if you walk in there, they like turn around, they do some like weird emote at you, or they do the the crouch spamming, and they're like, "No, this is we mine. know what you're here for." Yeah, but this one's mine. Go away. <laughs> then you would just find another instance. I remember seeing one where it was like there were basically like two or three people, two or three people queued up, like waiting for one person to go away. It's like, okay, it's my turn now. Like, Fucking this game is so dumb. <laughs> But it's all nonverbal communication, just like it's crouch-based communication. Oh, it's like um, um it's got the same energy of when 
a huge WoW expansion mm. drops and everyone lines up respective, respectfully to talk to the NPC. <laughs> I remember seeing people doing that with Master Rahul in the tower. It's like, you don't need to do this. <laughs> he will see you all simultaneously. He is when that Cosmo good. When Cosmodrome first pinged, I was via teamed up with someone from our group and we loaded in and went to go talk to um, Han. Ah, sure, Han. Yes. And there, there were people lined up to talk to Sean. Fuck. And we both, because we're both MMO players, we Just both went, yeah. Yeah, I'm polite. <laughs> this is great. I'm a polite gamer. Leave. Let me get a spot in line. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's some cool stuff coming in December. It seems like it's just going to be one big party. Which um, I'm so excited for. I hope they do tower dance parties and all the hidden yeah. shit. Well, like the dance the party keys, right? Been, but all the hidden stuff's been found in the tower, so I'm hoping they add more. Well, because there's still those spots where, like, you walk up to it and it's like, requires dance party key or requires Palooza key. And I think I've seen one of those ever. And yeah. someone I was in a fire team with got one. We activated it, didn't know what to do. And then the thing expired and we're just like, ah, oh, all right, fine. Keep moving. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool if they just, like, increase the drop rates for stuff like that. Um what is it now? It's August. So if knowing Bungie, they'll go all out. Yeah, like but re remembering what they like said. They'll have a time. Remembering what they said about like that three month cadence on, you know, big things like dungeons and raids. I I have to check the exact language, but if it's August now, December kind of lines up with one of those. So who knows? I doubt. I doubt it's going to be another reprised raid because they just did Vault of Glass. <laughs> like, it's a lot of work to do that kind of shit. Um, and knowing that Witch Queen drops in February and March is probably when the Witch Queen raid will come out. Um, I doubt they're going to do a raid in December. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a new dungeon because I don't think there is one for this season. Mm. There's just a new, there's like the new seasonal activity and all that, but I would guess that's what's coming as much as I don't want to do speculation. Um I'd love for yeah. them to tap in on the Witch Queen thing and just drop a reprised Crota because that's that's my that's my destiny it's, moment. I, I think that some raid of the, some is of the my... stuff. Yeah, some of the stuff they showed. It feels like that or King's <clears throat> Fall might be the next reprised raid. Um, again, not trying to like go down the speculation road because there's a ton of people on YouTube already doing that kind of shit. Yeah, um, just we're not saying this with our whole chest. We're just no. playing with hypotheticals. And also a wish list. But also only playing with the information we've been given, right? Yeah. Which is which the showcase, is the stuff on the Witch Queen page. Um, but also, the th given it's the 30th anniversary, like bringing back some old content doesn't necessarily make sense for me. Like, because they've got so much stuff to pull from. I think they're doing like marathon inspired armor sets, some maybe some Halo themed stuff, maybe some Oni stuff. Like, they're doing all these winks and nods with the gear for the for the event to their back catalogue, which is huge actually. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's exciting. I don't know what that event is gonna look like. Um hopefully it just takes the place of the dawning because kind of sick of it. As much as I love that dumb Santa Slay Sparrow that I've got, like it's kind of the it's like solstice. <laughs> it's the same thing every year. <laughs> I I use that Santa Sparrow sleigh right up until I discovered it wouldn't work in DSC. <laughs> it was shit that, to do that. That's the... too big. 
it's too big. It was fine to grief with, but yeah. then actually trying to do the bubbles, I was like, yeah. oh, I have to yeah. put my reindeer sleigh away. Yeah. And I think someone in our fire team was like, oh, thank fuck. Yeah, because you kept blocking the tiny sideways. cylinders, that, like the doorways, the little hallways. Is <laughs> I used to park it sideways. Yeah, you did. That, oh, <laughs> I'm having flashbacks now. <sighs> um, okay, so we've been going for like an hour already. So season we, yes season the last it's only been going for like a few days so there's not a lot to cover but first thing is they said this in the showcase it's essentially a prologue for witch queen and case in point savathun appears in the first 10 fucking minutes here she is she's a giant crystal lady like what is <laughs> someone someone on twitter um I'd have to find it, but it's hilarious. Someone on Twitter did a video that is just a freeze frame of Sabathun with her wings that says, My name's Sabathun, and you probably wonder how I got here. And then it rewinds to the beginning <laughs> of Season of the Lost. That's pretty good. <laughs> to her in yeah. the thing. Yeah. And I was like, but yeah, so, th so that... What like it feels like. It feels like, how did we get here? The, yes. se the, the season, which yeah. I really don't mind. Yeah, so the, the the sort of like, and again, if you haven't gone through it, go go do that. Spoiler warning. Like it's it's good. Go we, do it. And we then go. We're and gonna spoil back. it for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it basically opens with like you know the continuation of that last bit at the end of last season where they're like, Osiris is kind of a fuckwit. Let's go find him. Um. Track him down in the Dreaming City. And then there's like this whole thing where you're just looking at Saint and he's looking up. As Sabbath, uh, well, Osiris. Did you see a flash? Yeah, but Osiris is essentially like then morphing up into this giant thing, and you don't see it until like a little bit later. It's the but giant you hear thing. it. Yeah, it's not good, and it's like <laughs> I was like, Ugh. yeah, but also like right before that happens is like Osiris's <laughs> sassy little fucking because he because he has this little like mask thing up to about here, right? Yeah, and he's like doing a lot of eyebrow moves. Osiris is COVID safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Social distancing by being inside a crystal. Um, but like he, he's talking and being super sassy, but he's also like throwing his hands around. And then and it's so all you see is he's, he's also just like doing this. It's like, but he does like it. this big dramatic like, Ooh. and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Like it catches you so off. Yeah. So off guard because yeah. he's not. Emotive. No, he's very stoic. So for him to all of a sudden be like, Ooh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Character animators had some fun. I had a moment where it was happening where I was like, Am I disassociating? So fever weird. dream? Yeah. Um But yeah, it's and it was it was and there was like a little bit right at the end of his voice line where you can hear two voices overlaid Those overlaps. Yeah. as soon as i heard that i was like oh bitch yeah and that's when the camera kind of like flips to watch saint as it like lifts up and he panics despite yeah. the fact you can't see his face the mm. animation in his body really shows like yeah he's Sab scared sabathun slash osiris is basically saying to crow i have been sabathun as long as you've known me and and then it's just, you start to like recontextualize all of those events of like fuck okay you've set up all of these dominoes right osiris osiris convinced everyone else the mainly icora to bring crow into mm -hmm. the tower mm -hmm. but then okay who orchestrated uh osiris's ghost dying 
probably Savathun. Or was that probably Savathun? I have to go. Or was like, that how? Was that how Savathun got? Yeah, in? I have to go and look was back ghost. at like the specific timeline of events with all of that. I'm gonna watch cutscenes with this new context. Actually, the the like initial season for uh, sorry initial trailer for season of the hunt was like you're going to save Osiris. Crow is there to save him right after his ghost has died. So I'm pretty sure it's all Savathun. Well, like, yeah, Osiris, Osiris goes missing for ages, so who's not to say that when he first went missing, she came in? Yeah, just got inside Well, she orchestrated him missing, and yeah. then she did the old body swap. Yeah, so I'm, I'm half expecting, like, as we go through this season and get closer to Witch Queen, like, a lot of those gaps will get filled of, like, hey, remember this event? Here's the other side of that. Because um, it was that whole like, sort of animated cutscene early yeah. on of like okay so here's how the events actually played out and it's all like from Savathun's perspective in her voice very well and done the moth the uh, moths all through the scene yeah. so pretty yeah so nice oh, but once you see that happen in my head i was going back over i think mm. i joked it I, jo I joked with you about it a little bit in our show notes where i was like yo this rivalry between mm. saint and crow is like weird it's like they're both vying to save osiris for his effect like almost like for his affection yeah okay and it's like saint you understand because there's that implicated relationship well no straight up bungie were like they're a thing yeah there's the fact that they're they were a relationship and then he went missing and then saint feels like he got him back and now he's gone again mm. but Crow is like no he's the energy i got from crow's voice lines is like no he's mine i'm gonna save him so it's like, as Osiris, how hard did Savathun get in Crow's head that he's got that, Yeah, I'm going to go to the Ascendant yeah. Realm to save Osiris, I'm here to save Osiris, go away, I'm going to save him, it's going to be me. Mm. I'm Osiris's friend, well, yeah. friend could be lover, who knows? We don't know, it's yeah. not our business. No. It's how deep in her in the crow's mind did Savathun get yeah. as osiris what yeah. what was planted there god it's like it's it's just and it's then so nuanced. last season last season we thought lakshmi was corrupting osiris could have been the other way actually i didn't think about that until now fuck he's humming Savathun's song in one of those recordings and we now know that her right hand man was Savathun. And all along, we're like, yo, Lakshmi is corrupting Savathun, uh, uh, Osiris. Mm. I think Savathun was corrupting Lakshmi. I'm still not going to defend Lakshmi. Lakshmi's a turd, don't get yeah, me wrong. She no. had to have those thoughts to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, her, her she is a turd. Her what I will judge her for. <laughs> but it's like, she took those already corrupted thoughts of Lakshmi mm. and just... Just tweaked those nips. And it's like, why did Lakshmi think all this stuff of the Fallen and the Elixni? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Maybe Savathun was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. As Osiris mm. was like, yeah, you're right. Those Can't mm. trust those Elixni. No, you're nope. right. You're right. It was yeah. all your idea to open the Vex portal. Man. I need, I need to go and be along with my thoughts. Um, yeah, it's just- like, I didn't think about it until this morning. I yeah. was sitting on the train listening to Destiny music. Mm like on YouTube 
and some of the music from Season of the Splicer came on and it was a track to do with Lakshmi or the Future War Cult. Mm-hmm. And underneath that track, you can hear Savathun's tune. No, come and on. I had that moment on the train where I was like, oh my <laughs> God, Osiris was Savathun the whole time. <laughs> Just start like drifting off into space. I can't do this. But then Ikora and Osiris were close too. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how Ikora feels about that. Do you remember that moment when Ikora's like, yeah, we turned over all the city's records to Osiris? Yeah. (laughs) I just remember that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shit. Savathun knows everything, huh? Maybe that's how she managed to do the things she did in the um, trailer. Uh, Yeah. Damn. Damn. And Osiris is in everyone's pocket in the tower too. Yeah, basically. Except now they're all like, "Hey, get out!" Actually, but yeah, but prior to that, he was in Sh- he was Shax's best mate. Yeah, he was Zavala's. Like Zavala had his walls up about him, and then started to let them down as well. Obviously, Saint. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so well done. I'm just like I think about things within this new context. I'm like. Bungie. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Stop it. And now think about Sneaky. how long. Now think about how long ago they had some of these ideas and had to start building towards them. Get fucked. Drifter and Osiris being buddy buddy leading up to Cade's death. Mm. How far back does it go? Mm. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, season of the Lost looks dope, and I'm excited um, to see how it how it develops. Um, uh, Petra's in the cocoon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't. Uh, you sent me that and I didn't even get it because I, I didn't remember. Like, you've heard of Lakshmi in the loom. Now we've got Petra in the cocoon. Oh, it's Cora in the loom. Get it right. Oh, no. <laughs> but what is it like that Petra's head just appears in a hologram and like yeah. some shit? <laughs> and then it just says cocoon. Like the, the flavor text is that it's the oh, cocoon. Oh, she says that? Oh, From damn. memory, yeah. I missed that. I'll have to look at it tonight. Fuck. I wish you were around when I realized because I was just sitting in, in our voice chat with the rest of the lads. Yeah, with the rest of the lads, and I was like, huh, Ikora's in the loom, Petra's in the cuckoo. <laughs> and I just, I just heard a, a single, I hate you, <laughs> in response. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. So we, so we don't know a lot about what's coming up in the season there's some really excited to see what happens next week yeah we're back in the dreaming city there's some weird stuff with the shattered realm oh i love the shattered realm Um, i love the aesthetic of it i'm not having a great time in the activity but i think if i run it with you guys i'll have a lot more fun yeah because i'm running them solo and it's also like it's the first time we've seen it you know i remember dropping into override for the first time i'm like what the fuck is screaming and then just following people and they're like oh after a couple i was like okay i get it yeah. It'll be fine. It was nice to go back to Blind Well, though, into that environment. Yeah. I just, the aesthetic of the um, Trosland Church mm. in the forest, the Shattered Realm slash mm. forest. Yeah. Just the aesthetic of, like, the spire is torn off, but it's still kind of floating in still place. There. And yeah. Then there's other landmarks from Trossland and the mm-hmm. dam and stuff. Yeah. As you're walking around trying to find stuff, you're like, oh, shit, this mm. is the dam. Yeah, dam. 
Damn. Yeah, I, I can already tell you for sure that the uh, the changes they've made to how Gambit ranks progress, a lot better. It's a lot like I how everything have, else works. <laughs> I still have to get my Gambit pinkles. Yeah. So yeah, it's three matches. It's real quick. Um, mm. I, I do also like the change they've made so that if you've previously gilded a title, you can get the number next to your title while it's still like just showing the purple text. Mm. And then when you gild it for that season is when that it turns to updates. turns to the gold. gold. So it is nice to to actually have that, you know, that past work represented. Um, given that uh oh, actually, fuck, I haven't mentioned this this episode yet. So I did end up gilding my dredgen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fucking <laughs> How close. So, and I, I I tweeted about this, but like I think I ended up doing it with about five or six hours left to go in the season. So I'm glad that this change has come through because now I get the little number two next to my title. Otherwise, I would have had to wait until I get it gilded again for this season and then it would say three. Otherwise, it just says dredging. Um Not going to lie. Last oh, Tuesday night, yeah. every time I got up to use the bathroom or get water or just woke up, I had um, Steam and Discord open on my laptop oh, yeah. and I would just look over and see you guys still in Gambit. I'm like, well, fuck. So this is the thing. Like, I, I played a few matches on like, Monday and wasn't having a great run. Um, yeah, our run went real flat. For yeah, him. and so I probably put in about I don't know, eight, ten matches, maybe one win. And I think it was, you know, we spoke I think last time about a couple of members in our clan that don't play well together in Gambit. That curse? No, one of them didn't join the fire team because the other one was already in there. Oh. Now here's what happened on Tuesday night. It was me and those two people, plus a random blueberry that match made in four games we played four games i needed four games we won done it was weird it worked with these two people that are apparently toxic for oh, gambit i've i've played with them both and the only way to describe it is cursed yeah they get in each other's way yeah, but, but, they okay, steal so each other's emotes the they invade that... when the other one wants to invade okay, so, like so that, they kind of that trip, wasn't... they trip each other up yeah, a little bit that wasn't really happening i think what might have helped is i i set the energy very early i said i need four wins that is it everything else for gilding my dredgen is done i need four wins i don't care how i get them i need four wins so i was running and this is breach and clear i was running anarchy Deafening whisper, an adept hung jury, and <laughs> a mad. fucking falling curious thunder crash. So I am here <laughs> to fucking kill things. That's one person out of four. My name is Chilibin. I'm here to fuck. <laughs> yes. So one out of the other two in the team was basically doing the same thing as me. Maybe running Xenophage, but thunder crash. Um, the other one was Chaos Reach. Chaos Reach Warlock. So we're set up to just melt. And melt we did. We played four games. We won four games. Thank you. Good night. Um, I, I, after Monday night, I was like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to get it done because of how fucking terrible we went. But then just logged on, got it done. And I was just like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to cut it that close again. And thank God it's easier to get Gambit ranks now because it won't get like that. That was I the thing that took me so long. It was how long it took to reset the rank. Because by the time you get to the last rank, it was wins were the only thing that you would progress on. And it was also you needed way more points to even get that last rank. But now it works just the same way as 
Vanguard and Crucible do. Um, also, all of them have changed to be activity streaks, not win streaks. So oh, as long as you keep completing activities, that's your streak, your streak bonus. Um, obviously, wins get you more points, but that grind is now going to be a lot easier. So get ready for very early season Gilded Dredge in number three, because I've done it now. This... I, I just got to keep going. This season is definitely going to be a lot of uh, Mechie does things in the season she usually doesn't do. Yeah. Just with the changes, because I'm considering gilding. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I never do it. I, well, I help everyone else guild gil gilding, their shit. Have you, have you done titles that you can guild? Okay, so you need I've to do, you need to like do, for it. Yeah, so you need to do the full title first, and then the mm -hmm. next season, and then do it's it. like a, a much smaller group of things you need to do to guild it. Yeah. So I'm going to set that up. Yeah, Dr and, Dredgen's and honestly like. If you if you just play a bunch of gambit, Dredgen's pretty easy to get. There's some like for the first time, there's a few kind of painful ones, yeah. uh, like you know getting four kills as an invader a bunch of times, that sort of stuff. But you know if if you if you spend a day where it's like okay, I'm only invading for today, you'll get there. Like it just you focus on it. Yeah. It's, it's easy enough. See, I'm usually that person that someone else is like, I need to guild this thing, and I'm like, yeah, I'll help. Yeah. But I've never been like, oh, I should probably do it too. Yes, we it's should. It's not really anything. It's time to gild the Mechie in Season of the Lost. That's what Golden I'm... Mechie. Yes, I'm claiming that now. Um... And Trials. The yeah, changes I was, to I was, Trials makes like, me want to play Trials. Yeah, we're, we're, we're running long, so we should finish on this. But yes, the changes to Trials, I'm fucking so ready for. Um, like, we've dabbled in Destiny 2 Trials here and there. We had um, really amazing games as well and nights as well, uh, we've, depending we've on the match. Moments, I would say we've had at best a handful of good rounds, but because of what the pool of players has been, it's been really hard to break in. You know, like look, if I get more than one kill in a round, that's an amazing game for me. Yeah, and I, I, I'm <laughs> I'll kinda, take the little victories. Kind of similar, <laughs> right? Like I like playing PvP, but I don't like what trials was in the past. Like we would get three people together, we'd get on in a weekend when it was easy to get the three win reward and kind of just bludge our way towards it and most of the time hate it but we would all basically say the same thing of like i wish i had the time to get good at this or i wish we could just do this more regularly to to try and work on it but because that barrier has been so high it just it's wasn't made it wasn't enjoyable yeah yeah, it just wasn't, we weren't having a great time with it. It's, no. There's nothing really wrong with Trials as much as people want to scream about it. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it just wasn't fun for us. Yeah. And it was one of those game modes that we really wanted to give more love and give yeah. more attention, but we just weren't having a great time and the balancing was a little bit funky. Yes. But. Yeah. So I, I don't want to just like read off the change log. Um, I'm trying to find the message I posted to someone earlier because it. I think I summarized it pretty well to them. Um, essentially, there we go. So like the pinnacle rewards, it's win seven matches in a weekend or win 50 rounds. So they're moving more towards rounds as the thing that kind of is where you get rewards from as opposed to you've got to get wins and you like your, your trials card, you can't get losses on it and all this sort of stuff. Like... They've straight up said, like, getting flawless is and should be difficult. So that is still, like, the true PvP endgame. 
Um, but yeah, so they're, they're shortening round times to address people just hiding out and waiting for abilities to come up. They're preventing mm, that ammo. was huge for they're, me. Yeah, they're preventing ammo carrying over round to round. So if someone picks up heavy or stockpiles a bunch of special ammo, they will just get to keep that, and that's that's kind of shitty. Um, things like emotes being forced into first person mode, and you can't you can't pull a sword out unless you've got ammo for it. So that that just eliminates three peaking. Three peaking. Um, so it basically is boiling down, trials down to who is better at shooting a gun at another player. And that's what it should be. And also treating each round as a fresh start with the ammo not carrying over. And now um, with the anti-cheat. The anti-cheat and they've come hard against like people who've done account recoveries and stuff like that because that's kind of not the point. Like you should be doing this. And so what they've done is said like, okay, look, it was hard to get trials rewards. So we're going to lower the bar. That's it. Now you've got more players coming in. They've changed up a bunch of like how the the cards and stuff work so that it's less punishing if you do lose a match it kind of mm. takes some of that pain out and they're also moving more towards like skill based matchmaking in a sense i'm not sure how it's going to work when you've got like players in a fire team that have differing skills like whose does it prioritize but essentially it's like they're going to try and match you against someone who is for that weekend at a similar point for similar trials or based on historical data who's close to you and if they can't find a match they'll just start widening that band until they get a match um so yeah trials has matchmaking now as well um right. so you can go in as a solo or as a duo uh i think they're talking about doing like a freelance version later where it's only solo queue similar to what ib has now um but it, it just means that like the incentives are still there the rewards are still some dope fucking weapons and armor <laughs> Um, but it's just a lot easier to get in and get at them. Mm. So I'm excited I'm for excited. trials, <laughs> which is weird. We've already got a bunch of hands up in our fire team, yeah. our clan as well, of just like, hey, I might actually play trials this season. Yeah, and half of that's probably going to be solo queuing, just to be like, I want to see what it's like now. Yeah. You know? And or think, clanning up on a, on a first yeah. night of trials, a Thursday yeah. or a Friday, and just giving it a go and, testing the waters yeah because i think it's not out until september 10 so we've still got a couple of weeks they've also said stuff like trials will never happen on an ib weekend IB week mm -hmm. and also the same week as a raid drop was was kind of their thing is like we yeah. don't want to pull focus or, or anything like that so it seems like they're actually thinking about where trials fits within the rest of destiny which is kind of nice yeah because they want people to be able to try it. And that's been the thing is like the entry quest to even get in is a pain in the ass to be able to play trials. And then, then you've got to go find two people to play with. Right. And then you've got to get a build together and it's such a fucking hassle. I miss trials and mm. that's coming from an, like when trials first came out, I played trials on console and I was mm. a sweat. <laughs> I got to the lighthouse. I want to I... see that version. I want to see that I... version of Mackie. I had a friend I used to, we used to Sherpa thirds through all the time, like, mm -hmm. and I used to stream it and I was like a trials bitch. Like, yeah. that was me. I was like sweaty, frustrated, like super into trials on console. Yeah. So ever since I started playing Destiny on PC, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, trials is gonna, and it's just, it's, it's not something I enjoy. Yeah. And I'm hoping that 
Not to the point I become obsessed again because I was a dangerous woman when I was a <laughs> trial sweat lord. I was an angry little gremlin. Uh -huh. um, it at least revitalizes my the passion I had for that game mode because I yeah. do miss it. And then I jump in it and I just do not have a great time. Well, yeah, and Like, like the, I used to. I used to love trials. Yeah. And like the cheaters have been there mostly. That's where they kind of congregate. And like that has been mm. a problem. They're working on it. Uh, you know, if you've played any video game online, cheaters are always a thing. You know, you can do, me, you, can, you can put all the tools in place, but there's always going to be someone who figures out some way around that shit. I used to play CS, <laughs> used mm. to cheaters and people finding yeah. ways around Andy cheat. But yeah. like, for me, it was the lack of matchmaking. Yeah. For someone who hasn't played Trials in two years, coming mm. back into it and being matched with a three stack who only play Trials. Yeah. And then when Trials is out, they sweat lord so they're up for 18 hours just playing trials sleep uh -huh. for two or three hours are back up doing it trying to get to the lighthouse that's not fun no i want to build up to that yeah and you i want to start up, as a baby yeah. and then build up to let's start getting our friends to the lighthouse yeah. that's what i want that's what i love about trials is yeah. once again that community yeah kind like, of feeling up until now the closest analog is go and play elimination which is essentially like trials light but the gap between Diet playing trials. well, yeah, but like the, the the gap between just playing elimination and trials has been like this giant chasm, and now it's mm. like oh, you could just kind of like play a bunch of control, and then maybe you could you could just dip into trials and figure out if that's for you, and it's it's a lot more accessible to a wider group of players to just finally see what this thing is because it's up until now it's like you might be a solo player, you might never play with people together. Yeah. There's a version of Destiny for that, but Trials has never well, you, been a part of it. That's another thing, too, coming back to community. You might play Trials as a solo queue and meet your people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might get teamed up with some random blueberries, and it might just click. You might send them a friend request. All of a sudden, that's how a clan starts. Mm. Right? That's how a Discord server starts. That's how legitimately lifelong friends can be made if you watch that fucking 30th anniversary video package like that can be it like as much as it sounds like some corny thing out of like a romantic comedy of like yeah met the love of my life in a world world of warcraft server like that shit has happened and continues to happen you know it, it could be there so it's yeah it's good to see them kind of like just trying to lower the bar to entry like, yeah, you've still got Flawless, you've still got the Lighthouse as, like, the bit on the top to chase um, and and all of that. But just being able to try it is so good. It's going to be so nice. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think as much as that is a long episode for us, uh, I think that's everything. It's been a big week. It has. It's well, been a massive week. Yeah. Oh, Marisov's back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How can we forget? <laughs> Uh, Marasov is back. Um, what did I say? Season of the loss. Season of Mickey simping. Um, yes. Yeah, we're now entering the simp zone. Please get your buckets and mops at the ready. Uh, Marasov is here to remind me I am very queer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, again, the last few seasons, I think we said this last time, like the last few seasons, the story development week on week within the season has been fucking top notch. Which uh, queen is just motivating me to get through this? 
I want to read the law now. Yeah. I want to play the season information. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to read weapon law tabs again. Like, I want to talk to Ikora, give her man. a little kiss on her bald head. Mwah, I'm proud of you, honey. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> She's like rubbing her head. <laughs> proud of you. In this world, Mackie is actually tall. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. I want to get my stepladder and kiss Saint's little head. Yeah. It's okay, buddy. We'll find the real Osiris brush, one brush day. Brush his little mohawk on the top of his helm. You want, to, you want to sit down and feed the pigeons and talk about it? He does. He always does. I miss Osiris too, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I miss the real Osiris. I miss when Osiris was a real one. I want to go flip off the Sabathun crystal. Oh, so here's a weird thing I work... Like, I, I don't know if this is supposed to happen, but so you got well, no, like to get into Marisol's throne world, which is where that crystal is, you have to go through the helm, through a portal, you have to go through the Ant Man quantum realm. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is, like in the helm, you can't fire weapons unless you know the very specific weird trick with pulling out your ghost and whatever. When I was in Marathos, 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 oh, oh Marathrob. No, uh, Marasov's throne world. When I was in there last night, just playing around, and granted, I'd seen some other bugs earlier. Um, I realized I could just fire weapons and cast abilities while I was in there. I know that because I hit Marasov with a thunder crash. <laughs> Nothing happened. Bullets went right through her. But I was like, "What the? F Why am I allowed to do this?" I guess it's because the thing is, like, it it wouldn't actually be in the Dreaming City because. There's no load time between going through that portal. You're just there in the throne world. It's just world. an oversight, maybe, yeah, or a then, bug. And then I just kind of stood there they for a happen. second. I was like, I'm going to shoot Savathun's fucking weird crystal body, and nothing happened. I stood on top of it. Nothing happened. Oh, um, my God. Chili, yeah. when we're done here, do you want to go show Savathun our Eluxny babies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think she it. needs to see them. <sighs> Yes, she needs to see them to think about all the things she's done and all the people she's killed. Look at my baby. <laughs> uh, no, I need to go and see if I can find more cursed emotes to throw at Savathun. Savathun. We yes. have to go find Savathun's worm. <laughs> oh. I hate that sentence. <laughs> when Mara and Savathun are like, yeah, she needs her worm. I'm like, no, she fucking doesn't. You have to crack open the top of the crystal and drink all the tequila to get to it. Put that sentence back in your mouth. <laughs> drink all of Savathun's bath water. The worm is at the bottom of the bottle. We need to get out of here. This is yeah bad territory. Um, This has been Erico Blueberry episode oh, three. It? <laughs> it's been something. Um, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. I guess if you are as, as broken in the head as we are, I don't I don't know how else to put it. Um We'll be back next week. Um uh, <laughs> go play Season of the Lost, go watch the showcase, get excited. Big big things are coming. Scream uh, about things in the comments with us. <laughs> yeah, I hope our comment section is only screaming. That's okay. For, all nope, capitals. This is this is my fake YouTube engagement bullshit right here to end the episode. Our comment section for this episode is Capital letters only. I don't want to see a lowercase letter. No no oh, punctuation, let's... no numbers, just big letters. 
Tell us how you feel in all caps. Big letters. The most threatening <laughs> comment section ever. Big letters. Don't send actual threats. We just want threatening energy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, yes. Man. That's the energy I want. <laughs> <laughs>